This episode of The Incubator is proudly sponsored by Kiesi. Anyway, I have more to cover, so I have to, um, I have to keep the show moving, if that's okay. Hustle, let's go. Let's go. So I'm going back to the New England again. Um, and this was, an, this was a very interesting study. It's called Bivalent Prefusion F Vaccine in Pregnancy to Prevent RSV Illness in Infants. The first, hold on one second. Okay, I'm starting again. Um, so this was called Bivalent Prefusion F Vaccine in Pregnancy to Prevent RSV Illness in Infants. First author is Kempman, and it's for the Matisse Study Group. It's in the New England Journal of Medicine. It is uh, an international uh, cohort. So the background is that we all know RSV is the most common cause of acute lower respiratory tract illness and the leading cause of death in infants younger than six months of age, particularly in low and middle income countries. Now, there's a recent European study that shows how approximately 50% of hospitalization for uh, respiratory tract illness in children younger than a year um, of age were associated with RSV and that approximately 60% of these illnesses occurs in infants younger than three months of age. Now, in low-income countries, it's actually thought to be even higher, up to like 80%. Now, there's this vaccine that um, we know potentially could lead to transplacental transfer um, of maternal antibodies to provide protection in infants immediately after birth. We know about the concept of transplacental transfer because of strategies like this being used for the tetanus and pertussis vaccine for um, the coronavirus and influenza. And so the question that the group is asking is, um, what is the safety and efficacy of this um, of maternal RSV pre-F, right, which is the, the name of the RSV vaccine, in preventing RSV-associated lower respiratory tract illness in infants. And so the idea is if we vaccinate the mothers, could we reduce the incidence of RSV in children less than three months of age? This, to me, is like, theoretically, everything makes sense. I am aware of transplacental transfer of antibodies, but this is still... It's, <laughs> but we, and we do it for other things. I know, right? but it feels like science fiction. <laughs> but we do it for pertussis. I know, I know, but... <laughs> It is cool that we the, are able to do it. I'm going to tell you why it looks like it feels like um, <clears throat> science fiction to me is because we I entered residency with pertussis being vaccinated in pregnancy. And so that's something. So to me, um, I saw very few cases of pertussis. Sure. I saw a few. But to imagine that this could potentially solve RSV in the first three months of life is mind blowing to me. Sure. Right. Yes. <laughs> As a resident, I feel like, what else am I going to take care of then? So this is a phase three double-blind randomized placebo-controlled trial that was conducted in 18 countries over four RSV seasons, two in the Northern Hemisphere, two in the Southern Hemisphere. And it evaluated the efficacy and safety of maternal RSV pre-F immunization against medically attended RSV-associated lower respiratory tract illness in infants. Um followed for one to two years. So obviously, they try to track RSV and all that stuff, but we're really looking at stuff at medically attended RSV infection. The patients who were eligible were mothers who were healthy, 49 years of age or younger, who were uh, pregnant between 24 and 36 weeks of gestation on the day of the planned injection. Uh, they had to have a non-complicated singleton pregnancy, no known increased risk of pregnancy complications. The intervention was that eligible women were randomly assigned to, in a one-to-one -one ratio to receive either a single IM injection of 120 microgram of the RSV pre-F vaccine. Um, it included 
half and half um, antigens of RSVA and RSVB in, in that 120 microgram or a placebo. Now, they had two primary efficacy endpoints, and that was medically attended severe RSV-associated lower respiratory tract illness and medically attended RSV-associated lower respiratory tract illness in infants 90, 120, 150, and 180 days after birth. So I think as you read the paper, it can get super confusing because you have to pay attention when they're talking about severe RSV associated lower respiratory tract illness or just regularly regular medically attended RSV. So like they had some regular and severe. And I had when I was reading the paper, I had to go back several times and say, oh, was that severe? Was that not severe? Because it's, uh, it's, 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 yeah. Anyway, the secondary endpoints included medically attended RSV associated lower respiratory tract illness, RSV associated hospitalization, and medically attended lower respiratory tract illness of any cause occurring in the first in the 360 days after birth. Like I said, they did try to track for RSV. So they had surveillance for respiratory tract illness in infants started at 72 hours after birth, and that continued for up to 12 to 24 months, depending on when you really were enrolled in the study. They basically did nasal swab with uh, reverse transcriptase uh, PCR um, during any um, at any medically attended visit for respiratory infection. So um, they, construct, they conducted surveillance for medically attended respiratory tract illness in infants who were six months of age or younger through weekly contact with the infant's parents or legal guardians. Now, in terms of, so that was the efficacy endpoints that talk about safety endpoints. So they looked at reactogenicity and adverse events in the maternal participant and adverse events and newly diagnosed chronic medical conditions in the infants. The safety endpoints for kids were adverse events from birth to one month of age, serious adverse events, and newly diagnosed chronic medical conditions from birth through 12 months of age. Uh, the adverse events of special interest obviously were preterm birth or delivery, uh, developmental delay, uh, a positive reverse transcriptase PCR-based or antigen-based SARS-CoV-2 test, um, extremely preterm birth, extremely low birth weight, and congenital anomalies all were considered serious adverse event. Okay, so what are some of the results? So they ended up um, randomizing about 7,400 uh, women, uh, 7,358 um, 7, received uh, either um, the RSV pre-F um, vaccine, I'm sorry, not 7,000, 3,682 participants received the vaccine, 3,676 received the placebo, obviously. Um, the demographic characteristics were broadly similar across the trial group. A large proportion of the study participants were enrolled in the US. That was about 45%. Among the maternal participants, 64% were white, 20% black, 12% Asian, 29% were Hispanic or Latinx. I think it's important to mention, especially as we're doing these phase three trials, I think it's important to see who, who and where were the people who were tested. Uh, at the time of injection, the median age of the women was 29 years with a range of 14 to 47. I mean, terrifying, 14 years old. And the median gestation was 31.3 uh, weeks with a range of 24 to 36.9 weeks. Okay, so let's talk about some of the efficacy. So they had like um, a pre-specified date for the interim analysis. And the RSV pre-F vaccine was effective against medically attended severe RSV-associated lower respiratory tract illness within 90 days after birth, and protection was maintained through 180 days. The statistical success criterion for vaccine efficacy was not met for medically attended RSV lower respiratory tract illness. So 
they basically ended up stopping the trial early because for severe RSV, they had met the criteria. Now for regular medically attended RSV, they had not reached that point where they had to stop the trial, but the results were 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 proven. So let me give you some of these efficacy data. So within 90 days after birth, six infants of mothers in the vaccine group compared to 33 infants in the placebo group had medically attended severe RSV. Within 180 days, there were 19 cases in the cases of vaccinated mothers compared to 62 cases uh, in the control. When we're looking at um, 90 days, um, 24 infants of mothers in the vaccine group and 56 infants in the placebo group had medically attended RSV. So that's not severe, just straight up RSV that needed to be medically attended. And within 180 days, it was 57 infants in the vaccine group compared to 117 in the placebo group for RSV-associated low respiratory tract illness. So these are quite impressive. The vaccine efficacy was reported to be 67.7% with respect to RSV-associated hospitalization within 90 days after birth. I mean, to me, severe RSV within three months when you can reduce it from 33 to six and then within 180 days from 62 to 19 cases is insane. And even the, the regular RSV going down from 56 to 24, from 117 to 57 at six months is crazy. In terms of safety, there were no safety signals uh, were detected in maternal participants or in infants and toddlers up to 24 months of age. The incidences of adverse events reported within one month after injection or within one month after birth were similar between the two groups and are your usual culprit of like some, some uh, tenderness at the site and so on. The conclusion is that when administered to women late in pregnancy, RSV pre-F vaccine was effective against medically attended severe RSV-associated lower respiratory tract illness in infants. I'll post that graph. Did you see the graph? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's insane. I mean, what a paper. I mean, this is really exciting. It's really exciting. Um, Especially, you know, even in our area, we have such a hard time with compliance with the RSV, with the synergists, you know, uh, schedule. And so, I mean... I don't know that this would avoid that altogether. Yeah, but. we're going to be we're going to be the last uh, with our babies staying six months in the NICU. We're still going to have to uh, to vaccinate them before they go. But that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> but that's all true. these, but even for 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 infants that are you know not preemie or not high risk. I mean, RSV is such a significant cause of morbidity mortality. It's just I'm just curious to see how the circulation of the virus is going to be impacted by that as well mm-hmm. on an epidemiological level. That's going to be interesting too, but. I mean, you're reading the paper, and if you guys are reading it, just you, you read through it, and you're like, "Man, now, is this just going to solve the the kids who get <laughs> yeah, to the PICU?" And, so and exciting! This is exciting. Yeah, that would be great news. This podcast is intended to be purely for entertainment and informational purposes, and should not be construed as medical advice. If you have any medical concerns, please see your primary care professional. Thank you.